Today we're going to be reading Today I Fucked Up, our first post. Today I Fucked Up by trying to surprise a girl I like with flowers. So this actually happened a couple hours ago. I'm really worried right now, but since I can't take any action to fix it right this second, thought I might as well put it online so some of you guys can enjoy my fuck up as a return payment on me enjoying your stories in the past. So a couple hours back, I was lying in my bed about to sleep when a random thought crossed my mind of sending the girl like some flowers as a surprise when she comes to work on Monday. Since we currently live in different countries and I thought the gesture could be a pleasant surprise for her, I sat up, opened my laptop, and put the thought into action. Quick Google search and I found a recable flower delivery site that I've heard from my friend before. Disclaimer, I've never ordered flowers online ever. Though this fact doesn't really matter and has nothing to do with the story lol. I browsed a site and found a decent looking bouquet and went for checkout. I went through the form, filled out the name, address, etc. and all the way to the last box where I asked if I wanted to share a custom message. This is where I fucked up. After crafting my one sentence message, I wanted the cursor to go to the next line for the signature. But since the message box was only showing one line, me, the computer genius I thought I am, hit shift enter to go down one line. Q page suddenly lows and I get the order confirmed message. I was confused. I didn't even pay or enter my card information for the flowers yet. Do they not want my money? I thought maybe the system was bugged. I should start over and this is when I realized how I fucked up. The default option for payment for this floral site, God knows why, is cash on delivery. My heart sunk imagining what would happen on Monday when she comes to work receives the flowers along with the bill. Then the cherry on top of the Sunday. When I was reviewing my order, I realized I'd also put November 1st as the delivery date, aka Sunday, not Monday, in a few hours from now. My second fuck up. And the second scenario that crossed my mind is the delivery guy calling her, asking her to come to the office on Sunday to deliver the flowers. And when she arrives, they give her a nice surprise on top of the flowers. So I'm desperately trying to get in touch with the vendor, both via email and text message, but it's 2am and of course they won't answer. Hence this post for now. We'll call first thing in the morning, but my mind is crawling with embarrassing scenarios that I don't think I can recover from. I'm just gonna say that's an F in the chat. Our next post, today I fucked up by eating cereal with dozens of dead ants. My girlfriend and I eat cereal every morning. We almost always use separate bowls, but on this particular day we decided to share a bowl. We do this every once in a while for no special reason, really. So we're eating from the bowl and talking when I suddenly see a small black object surfacing and floating on the milk. I quickly reached with my spoon and picked up the black object, realizing it's a dead ant, immediately becoming stressed and alert. You see, I personally don't mind having one dead ant in my food, but I didn't know how my girlfriend felt about it, so I didn't want to ruin a romantic morning, being a fresh couple and all, by having her know about the whole situation. Anyway, I wanted to get rid of the ant's body, ASP, without my girlfriend knowing about it. Staring at the ant in my spoon, hearing my girlfriend talk in the background, my best thing at the time was to swallow it quickly. So I did. A few seconds later, I see another dead ant. So I decide to hunt it with my spoon, swallow it again before my girlfriend notices. And so it went on. Another dead ant, another one, and another one. I was quickly catching the dead ants like I was a frog catching flies, trying to the best of my ability to catch them before my girlfriend notices. I started to feel a bit sick after the 10th ant, but I kept going on. I must have eaten about 40 dead ants that morning. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to stop. I had no better idea. I was just trying to protect my girlfriend and not ruin our next morning. I ended up traumatizing myself. You are a trooper, man. Congrats for eating that many ants. I'm proud of you. This happened about an hour ago, and I'm still kicking myself for it. I had quite a bit of laundry to do today, so I was having a jolly good time washing my clothes and some on my bedding. I get really stoked when it's laundry day because there's nothing like taking a shower and slipping into some fresh clothes. Today was probably the worst laundry day of my life, though. As I was getting my second load ready, there wasn't much laundry left to do, 
This is where the fuck up begins. I decide to grab my bed sheets and other various things in my house to wash without load. One of my bed sheets has a pocket on the side and I sometimes stash money in it. I counted about a week ago and there was 23 $100 bills on that bad boy. I think you already know what happens next. Yes, I washed the fucking money. I didn't notice my fuck up until the load was done drying and I opened the dryer door and a few hundreds fell out. It was really strange to me because I couldn't think of where the money came from. Or of course it struck me about two minutes later why it was there. As soon as I realized what had happened, I started sweating and counting the bills I found. Initially I found 1700 And at this point I started yelling to myself, who's a fucking idiot? I'm a fucking idiot. I was able to recover 300 more from pant leads and socks, but there's no trace of the rest anywhere. My cousin and I will take apart the dryer and washer tomorrow, but for now I'm going to go drown my sorrows with vodka and lines of coke off some girl dressed as Harley Quinn tonight. Kidding. Happy Halloween and fuck my life. One time I washed my pants with paper towels in the pockets and the paper got all over the washer and I had to clean it and it was terrible. Our next post. Today I fucked up by forgetting I'm kind of a professional artist. Backstory, I'm a 20-year-old art student with pretty severe ADHD who set up a website, a business email, and even had business cards made last year because one post of mine got a lot of attention. And I thought it was my big breakthrough and big opportunity to go professional. It wasn't. So today I saw an Instagram story of an acquaintance of mine where she complained about an iPad screen protector being shipped in a rather big box instead of an envelope. This made me think of that one time a company emailed me about selling prints of my art on their website about one and a half years ago. I was stoked about a company wanting to work with me and after a little back and forth, which already took me a few months because I constantly forgot to check my email and reply, they sent me a test print which came in a huge poster world that was 60 kilometers long and 10 kilometers in diameter. Even though the print itself was really tiny, it was hilarious, I'm just glad I didn't have to pay for shipping. Then I thought about how I never heard from them again, although I'd sent them everything they needed to set up my page and even sign the contract. This happened about a year ago and I haven't thought about it since, not even once. So after basking in memories, I thought to check my business email again in case anyone messaged me about my art. Turns out I had several emails from said company, last one being in July, asking me if I still wanted to work with them. The problem wasn't them ghosting me, the problem was me forgetting I even had a business email account I haven't checked for an entire year. I replied that I'm still interested, however, I doubt they'll reply as well. Man, you should have turned on alerts for that, come on, you can, you can do that easily, come on man. Time for our next post, today I fucked up by turning a fake spooky date into a real spooky date. This happened last night, technically within the 24 past hours. A lady I met recently came over for the night for date night, putting date in quotes because, well, I certainly had no idea what that means. We talked about wearing costumes beforehand and getting into the Halloween spirit. So that was a fun idea I had. Always try your best, that's what my mom always told me, and I sure did. Tried my best for the theme and the fuck up. I show her around my place, things seem okay so far. I'm nervous because I haven't dated in a while and feeling insecure about showing her my place. I start cooking us dinner and apologizing ahead for making basic stuff. Yes, I know apologies are not attractive, but who wants to be attractive? We struggle through some awkward conversation while I'm preparing supper. Okay, this is going to go well, I tell myself. She says it looks good, seems to be happy, and now we're discussing work. We work in the same field, helping profession. For some reason, I think it's a good idea to bring up a heavy topic from work. This sinks the mood a little. That's okay, we can recover, I tell myself. Well, let me tell you. Not only did we recover, but she recovered her way straight to the exit in a state of frozen shock that she forgot how to use the doors. But wait, we'll get to that. So we're having dinner and talking, as people usually do in these sort of situations. I think it's a good idea to ask her view on social concept of gender, masculinity, hidden depression, and men. Dude, this is the fourth date. What are you even doing? I'll tell you what, I certainly wasn't going to be doing her. I'm going to be honest here. This is me, not the OP. He seems a little off as I'm reading this. That's 
saying that about the fourth date and you're bringing up gender and stuff. What is happening, my dude? So the gender conversation proceeds awkwardly and she starts to think I'm sexist or something. This is following an hour of awkwardness already, don't forget. We fumble through the food in the dark because it's Halloween, of course, and I forgot to turn the lights on in the room. I actually forgot. She asked me why I seem so off today. This is where I really shine, guys. I mean, in this moment of really impressing this lady with my charm and winning personality. Why are you off today, she asked. I didn't sleep much last night, got a lot on my mind, plus feeling nervous about the date. Okay, she says, what's on your mind? Why didn't you sleep? I should note she gave me many possible outs, but I took none of them. I pretty much doubled down on saying the exact wrong thing the whole evening, but let's get back to the conversation. What's on my mind? I choose to unload every stressful thing that comes to mind. She buckles up an imaginary seatbelt for about 10 minutes. I talk about work stress. Sure, of course, gotta cover that. I go deeper, gotta go deeper, right? Women love depth. Guys, I totally tell her about my fear and sadness about death, losing people close to me, fear and sadness about society at large. I tell her about stressful past work, my fears, hopes, dilemmas. I go back on existential dread. Gotta go back to existential dread. At this point, 10 minutes or so have passed. Maybe 10 hours for all I knew. She looks stunned, completely stunned. I asked her, how are you doing? I realized that may have been a lot. Her eyes are completely glazed over. She's lost somewhere in her head. She's sitting stone still. She says, I don't know where I am right now. Great going, what did you do? I ask her if she wants to get some fresh air and walk around outside to relax. She looks like she's not comprehending the words that are coming out of my mouth. She says she's going home. I tell her I completely understand. I'm sorry for the terrible date. And I fully understand not wanting to talk to me again. We walk to the door. She looks at the door pretty confusingly. She asks me, what kind of door is this? How do I work it? She's dead serious. Her eyes are vacant. I ask her if she's okay and if she has a plan to take care of herself. She tells me she'll be fine and leaves for home. What did I do? What any grown-ass man would do. Cried. Deleted the match from the dating app. Blocked her number. Called a friend. Sobbed more. I somehow managed to turn a Halloween evening date to a real-life scare. I've never, to my knowledge, scared a woman before. Needless to say, I feel terrible. The pain of causing someone else distress. The shame. The embarrassment. Did I say fuck up? At every possible instance. Did I give this woman the worst day of her life? Oh, I'm pretty sure I will take the cake. Guys, never talk about a place of anxiety on a date. Like, don't do what I did. Don't unlearn your troubles on a date. Don't have caffeine before a date if you're already jittery. Don't share your nervousness. Play it cool. Stay fresh and cool like calm a man. I would say it's okay sharing your anxieties on a date, but maybe about the day itself. Don't go in your whole dread of life because that's a little overboard, especially on the fourth date. I hope you get better, ma'am. I hope you have a bright future. But your little talk about women did concern me a little, I'm going to be honest. So I hope you do some self-reflecting. I hope you get better. Go to therapy, please. Therapy can help a lot of people, and I think a lot of people think of it as a negative thing too much. It's a positive thing. Everyone needs therapy. Time for our next post. Today I fucked up by accidentally coming out to my brother. I've been questioning my romantic and sexual orientation, and after a lot of searching, a long period of time, I've decided that I'm pan-romantic asexual. My whole family, now with the exception of my brother, doesn't know anything about this because they're quite conservative. The closest we got to discussing sexuality was my mom expressing disgust at the idea of two men kissing in public, so I couldn't see myself telling any of them at this point in time. I do all the searching on my phone because it's convenient and I don't exactly expect my phone to be hacked or anything while I search Google and don't bother clearing search history. You can probably see where this is going. Today my family went to an area with a lot of farms and it was pretty far away from civilization, so my brother's phone couldn't get any data connection. On the car ride home, we wanted to talk about stuff we didn't exactly want our parents hearing about. Usually when we want to do this, we text or type out anything we want to talk about in the Google search bar and pass it over to the other person to read. Since my brother had no data, we used the second option. 
I was the one who started the conversation, so I typed out my question in the Google search bar and passed it to him. He reads it and deletes everything to type his message. And of course, it happens. He burst out in laughter, and I knew exactly what he was laughing at, because no 12-year-old I know does not relish in the feeling of exposing their sibling. I snatched the phone back, but the damage is done. He laughed for five minutes straight while I tried not to disintegrate in the back of the corner of the car, and listen as he whispers the search he saw in my search history. Damn, it's fast reading speed. And now I have to hope he says nothing to my parents, because I'll never hear the end of it if he does. You can bet I'm never not going to clear my search history again, anywhere. Time for our next post. Today I fucked up by catching cereal on fire. So just a disclaimer, this happened a few months ago towards the beginning of the pandemic and lockdown. It should also be known that I have a massive phobia of ants because of a past infection that scared me. I should also say I'm somehow at master at catching things on fire that shouldn't be caught on fire. Like a blender. Onto the story. Sorry for any mistakes. You caught a blender on fire? It was in the spring and those pesty little ants were starting to come into the kitchen like they always do. Last time they got into all the dry goods, including the cereal, which I didn't want to happen again. So I decided it'd be a good idea to put my cereal in the oven for safekeeping because I never use it anyways. Ants can't smell its last taste of cereal in there, right? Well, this was working great for about a month. Thing is, I had memory issues from an injury and forgot about the cereal one day and wanted a pizza. So I preheated the oven and walked away to do something, but you can probably guess what happened next. I started to smell something horrible and got up and saw smoke coming from the kitchen. I ran in there and opened the oven, and yep, there it is, melting plastic bags and burnt cereal for days. I bought those plastic bags of cereal, not boxes, sometimes. I grab a spatula and just fling all of the melting cereal and other stuff out of the oven and onto the floor in the kitchen and oven door. The house is just filling with plastic and cereal frooms, so I rush to open the doors and turn on fans while throwing water all over the oven and floor because it's still on fire. Should I mention I also had a 9 month old puppy running around so I had to make sure they didn't get near the burning materials. Finally got everything put out and cleaned off the floor, it took me about 3 hours to clean the oven. Then even the next time I tried to use it, it caught on fire again because there's still cereal beneath the bottom pan. So I had to get more out and just let the rest burn up. The house smelled of burnt plastic and cereal for about a week. Had to stay somewhere else for a few days because it was so hard to breathe in there at first. I would definitely say this is one of my worst fuck ups. Thanks for reading. Back when I had my baking business, I put a package of cookies out of my doorstep for the post office to pick it up. And oh my god, the mailman knocked on my door and was like, there's ants everywhere. And I was like, huh? Because it's like 9am, I'm tired in my pajamas, and then I look at my box and it's covered in ants. And I'm like, damn it, I gotta bake those cookies again. I gotta package those again. And now they're gonna be a day late. God damn it. <laughs> Today I fucked up by signing up for a scholarship I didn't even want. Okay, so before I start, I should probably mention a few things. First of all, this is not a funny story in any way whatsoever. Also, it might be quite long. Last thing, this didn't exactly happen today, but it really sunk in yesterday. Someone argued this happened eight months ago, but I'd actually say it started two years ago. So what happened two years ago? Well, back then I was a confused 14-year-old with no idea what to do with her life. And so confused me decided to get a plan on what I wanted to do in the future, which is a responsible thing, and since I had time on my hands, I started looking for scholarships. I come from a middle-class family, so I never technically gone to a post-risk school. So anyways, let me quickly point out that scholarships are more of a thing for graduation slash post-graduation, at least from what I know. So back to the story, I did find a scholarship. Now it wasn't just any scholarship. It was a fully funded two-year scholarship for students who had finished year 10. And it was in a totally different country, but international students, especially ones from my country, could apply. It covered travel, visa charges, hostel accommodations, and total school fees for two years. Obviously, it sounded too good to be true. So obviously, I'm shocked as hell when I get an email with a list of the top 200 students and I'm on the 54th position. How I found out about this is a whole nother story, I won't get into that. 
And then they mentioned that it's year 10 exams and they got a 97.8 and they will get into that. So back to what the interview happened and this time I actually did prepare a little bit. The interview went well except for a few things. They were interviewing 200 people. What are the chances of me being selected? At this point I was looking for other schools as well and then all of a sudden I get this email and find out I am chosen. Fuck. A lot and I mean a lot of drama and shares after this. But it's getting too long so I won't get into any of that. This all leads up to yesterday where I get a call that I'm going to be moving to said country in the next 10 days since my entry permit came in. I had to leave my family, pack up my whole life, and two bags and move to a place I've only ever heard of for the next one and a half years. I don't know what I'm doing. I fucked up so much for even signing up for this. The other people who signed up for this are ecstatic and looking forward to this and I'm just sitting here, not even sure how I'm going to hold myself together. Also, I'm going to be 17 in 10 days, so there's that. I skipped over a lot of stuff. In short, I'm extremely fucked. Consequentially fucked. Good night. I think this is a good opportunity for you and right now you're stressing about it, but if you really don't want to go, you can cancel. Yes, it might be short notice, but if you really don't want to go, I think you can. You can get in contact with the leaders. And that's the end of the video. Thanks for watching, but here real quick, the Reddit tour community in case you want to join. We have questions like, what do you feel about background music and videos? What's the most important aspect in a video? Who's your favorite creators? What are the most overused subreddit and YouTube videos? Stuff like that, so come join if you're interested.